Episode 92, the top three tips to lose weight and gain health. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified life, weight, and triathlon coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to assist you in losing weight and gaining lasting health. I love helping others improve their food and exercise and get the results they want. And along the way, they become mentally and physically tough. It's a wild and fun ride, and I can't wait for you to be a part of it. Let's go. Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast. Hopefully, everyone's loving January. So far, 2022, right? A couple weeks in. And... um yeah, I have to share what I've been up to in case anyone wants to know about my journey, which if anyone doesn't know this too, that when I started podcasting, it was all for like the journey for me and to share with you the things that I learned on my journey that hopefully maybe will fast pass for you. So you don't have to spend as much time learning them and you can just learn from me. So, um, I have a running injury, unfortunately. I've been running for a lot of years, but it's, um, you know, kind of a chronic running injury. But I took six weeks off. I put a pause on my running for six weeks. And today was the first day I got to go back to running to test it out. And I'm gathering my thoughts. I made an Instagram post. I'm gathering my thoughts because I can't really assess yet because I'm still on a high and my adrenaline's still rolling, still kicking in. So I can't really say how it feels, but I know that I feel good mentally and just like, I feel like I just reunited with my best friend. <laughs> so I love running. And I know not everyone can relate, but I'm sure there's things in your life where, you know, you've had to be forced or because you had to do things that you wish you could still do. And then when you get to do them again, it's just like, you're so grateful and you appreciate it at such a greater extent. And that's how I felt about running today. And I just, I love it. And I don't know, we'll see if I can continue to do it anyways. And also I wanted to say super fun that, um, Lately, we've been having more people come into the team, which I love, and the doors are still open if you hear this when it comes out for a few more days until we close them. So if you want to come in and get a sneak peek before we start 90 days of atomic change to lasting change, you're definitely welcome to. But one of my favorite things is when I'll get on a call with a new someone that's a going to be a future new team member, they'll say to me, I love it. I've been listening to your podcast for a while. I feel like I know a lot about you and the things you stand for and what you coach on. And that makes me so happy because they have a background about what I do. And we already start at it. Our connection already starts at a different level. So I love it when you guys share the podcast because a lot of my people that are coming to the team now have come because a friend has shared the podcast with them or they've seen the review. And when you when people do reviews, then it boosts up the podcast so other people can find it. And so other people are finding it. And I want to thank all of you that are sharing it with people that are leaving reviews and that are helping spread the word to those around you because then the people that want to be on Team Elevate and that want to elevate their lives and that they feel like this is a good fit, they can find this group. And I just want to give you guys a big thanks for that. So um, anyways, what I'm going to talk about today is not about running and how awesome it felt to run today, which I do think I'm going to do a podcast soon on that so that anyone cares about that. And also yesterday, I've been sharing with you that my husband and I have been doing um, this challenge and our challenge ended yesterday. It was a 
75 day challenge. So I am going to share the things that I learned about that as well on a future podcast. So some things coming up, some things that I've been learning and I love that I'm on a journey as well, that you guys are on your journey and I'm on a journey and possibly the journey, the circumstances aren't the same in the journey, but we are still experiencing and feeling some of the same things and the same struggles. And I don't know if I always love the struggles or the challenges, but I know that it is a way for me to understand myself more and to be able to share the things that I learned with you and possibly the things that you're going through as well, that you can glean knowledge from the things that I'm learning through my struggles and my challenges. So that is where we're at. And since it is the new year, since everyone asks me these questions, um, I'm not always reluctant to share, but I feel like I talk about them a lot. And so, um, but I, I know not everyone hears me talk about them a lot, but I am going to share the top three tips for weight loss and gaining health. And I'm doing this because I want you to know the tips. I'm going to go through them, the things that I've, I've been in this industry for quite some time. I was in it, um, I was, I was a personal trainer and a wellness director before I had kids. And then intermittently with having kids, I did help personal train and I helped people write their nutrition plans and their food plans. I did that until the last couple of years when I've gotten back into it as a life and health coach. But I've been around these things. I've been trying it out on myself. I've been working it out on myself. And I know that it does, there is a lot of confusion out to which tip is the best. And there's a billion things that you can do to lose weight. And so it is hard to know which one works. So what I'm going to share with you is the three tips that now I incorporate into when people, when my clients come in, when my athletes come in, these are the three tips that I have them do. And I have found that this is where we see the most success. And by success, I mean, long-term lasting success that once the weight comes off, then it naturally uh, rolls into this gaining of our health. And when we work on gaining of the health after after we've gotten the weight off, then we're on a new trajectory and we can continue to follow that. And that's the lasting change that we make. So that's where I go with this. And that's what I'm going to share with you. And this New Year's, I would say there's probably a majority of people that are either wanting to lose weight or they want to get healthier. So I think we're going to cover our basis on a lot of people. Um, and I think a lot of people can be interested on this in, in this topic and this subject. So the first thing that hands down I think needs to happen is that we need to be tracking our food and that's the first thing but that's not actually the thing that I I'm going to say is the very first tip is that we need to have a 24 hour obtainable plan and that is a little deep a little step in a like um a direction as far as a little bit harder to do the 24 hour plan than it is to just track your food. But as I always talk about, it's like 1% better. So if we start with just tracking our food, we can do that and we get used to that. But is where I really take my clients is we do a 24 hour obtainable plan, meaning that we plan every day what we're going to eat and what our food's going to look like. And that's a level of accountability. That's the level of accountability we get when we do food tracking as well is to see the food that comes in and when we do the 24-hour obtainable plan though we write down before we eat the food what we're going to eat and it needs to be 
it needs to be obtainable. That's why I use the word obtainable. But it doesn't need to be so far out that like by lunchtime we're starving and we've totally come off our plan by the snack in the afternoon, right? So I want us to start having obtainable when you make your plan, you make it as if you're still the same person. Just because you decided to do a diet doesn't mean that you changed and became a totally different person, right? You still have the same urges. You still have the same desires. You still have the same wants of food. And so you want to have something obtainable where you're getting out of your comfort zone a little bit, where there's maybe like a canal that you're going to maybe fall in if it doesn't work out. But if you make that if you step out of your comfort zone and make it too big and there's a chasm, you fall, you die, right? So we want to have you stepping out of your comfort zone a little bit when you when you write your 24 obtainable 24 hour obtainable food plan. And then this is the this is the last key that I have people do with this very first step is that you have to evaluate your food. After you plan it and then you go through the day, you have to go back through and see what you actually ate and see where the gap is. See what you said you were going to do and what you really did. And then that's the work we work on is the stuff in between where it didn't match up. And that's what we do inside Team Elevate. That's what I do when I coach is figure out where the gap is. But you can try that on your own for now if you want to. But that's the part where you get that's another level of accountability when you write down and then you see what actually happened. So that's the very first tip that I give people and we'll go through and figure out how to make that easier and the few four the four things that I think can help you do that but the, I want to just go through all the the tips first and the second tip that I have people do is we have eating windows and by eating windows I mean the time that we're going to eat and then we're going to have fasting windows so you decide what hours of the day you're going to eat and then you start it at a certain time, you stop it at a certain time, and then you fast the rest of the time. And like I said, I'm going to go dive into this a little deeper. But this is, I mean, in all intents and purposes, it is simple because you say when you're going to stop and you say when you're going to start. It is hard maybe to start and stop, but you know when that's going to be. And if you know, like, for example, mine is a 14 hour fasting window. So whenever I get done eating, usually around six or six thirty, my fasting window starts at that point. And then I fast. If I stop at six, then I stop. Um, I will start eating again at eight o'clock the next day. So I know that I can do a simple math. That's 14 hours in my head. Um, there's an app my daughter uses is called fan. Uh, I think it's called fastastic where you can, whenever you stop eating and then it will track you all the way to, to when you start again. So that's a fun little app, but that, which I will, explain after I do the last tip is was big success for me um, a few years ago I had a lot of success in that one and I have seen it with my clients like these are the things that I've tried when I first um, did this there was 10 things that we incorporated and then over time it's just come down to the three tips that I think the top ones and this is number two and then the third one is and these are all different levels. Like we work on the first tip for quite some time till we get that up and running. Then we incorporate the eating um, windows and fasting windows. And then we incorporate the third one because at this point we're seeing the weight loss with the food planning and with the eating windows. And it's coming down to the fact where we're editing our food plan continuously that we get into where we um, are rolling into our health. Like we're starting to notice how important our health has become because sometimes we're just noticing the weight that we want to come off. But then we start to become aware of 
how important health is, right? How we want to gain this health. And this is where the third step is. And that is eating nutrient dense food. And to take that even, that would be the first step is just starting to get as many more nutrients in as much nutrients in as you can. People get really focused on the macros, but we want to do the micros and that's your vitamins, minerals, nutrients that are coming in through your food. We start working on that. And to take it another level is like plant food over processed food or natural food, God made food versus man-made food, the processed um chemically induced food that we eat, right? So we take that in and we start noticing, we start seeing how much of that we can add in. And this is the cool part. The more that we can add that in, well, first of all, with nutrient-dense food, the more we eat and we actually feel full and we don't have to have the extra stuff. But the thing is, is we start adding these nutrients in. Our body actually gets the nutrients it wants and we don't go for all the artificial things, the quick salt, the quick sugar as much because our body is wanting something more when we are craving those things. And so we grab for the fastest thing. But as we start getting those minerals and nutrients and vitamins in our body, our body, and this is, don't think this is a quick process, but over time it stops needing those things as much because it's actually getting what it really needs what the nutrients it really needs and it doesn't need those cravings as much we still will have cravings and in the beginning we will still have those but as it's a very slow process and that's why you have to stick with it but it is something that once we can get that set in place it continues to work for us so those are the three things that I advocate for we work on them I mean no we always do at least two weeks in each tip but sometimes it takes longer for because we're all on a different journey but these are the tips that I use and I want to take you through an example because um, I love James Clare. And when we start on 90 days of atomic changes to lasting change, we do. He is part of the curriculum that I'll be using. And he talks about how we can get a good habit set into place, meaning how can we take one of these tips and make them work for us, is that we want to make it obvious. We want to make it attractive. We want to make it easy. And we want to make it satisfying. And that's the way we can have this paradigm shift, basically, how we can make it easier. And I don't think like easier means that it's not sometimes hard, but easier than otherwise, right? And so I'm going to take the eating windows because I'm going to share an experience with you on this. So, and I shared about this briefly in my very first podcast, I think, um, yeah, my very first one, but I'm going to just dive into it a little bit more. So when I was in 2018 and I had a very, like a discouraging Ironman race and I really wanted to qualify for Kona and I didn't qualify. And so then I went back to the drawing board and started figuring out all these different things that I could do, like these small changes that I could do because I've already, I had already done changes to get me to where I thought I need to be. But then I was like, I'm going to start doing a few more small changes to see if I have a better chance, but make giving myself the best chance possible that I can qualify for a Kona in 2019. I'm going to do all these things. And one of the things that I shared that I did in my brotherhood and I talked about this is to actually stop eating at a certain hour in the night. And basically when you're done with dinner to stop eating and then eating the next day. And that is how over time that's incorporated into having an eating window and a fasting window, right? Right. So I did this and I stopped, I think it was between five and five 30, if I remember correctly, when I did this back in 2018, rolling into 2019. And I was really vigilant with this. I did this 
all the time and I was coaching soccer. So, I mean, I coached soccer into like my eating hour. So I'd have to really plan that I would have the food there so that I could eat it when I was, you know, even mostly time I did a shake at night because I was still coaching soccer and it was during the same time. But I had to be so, I had to prepare and I had to be really good about these eating windows. But the thing for me is that I'm, it was an obvious thing for me. It was an obvious way for me to cut some weight because it is a simple way to have a calorie deficit when you just, after you eat dinner, if you're eating dinner at five or six, as soon as that's done, you just don't eat anymore the rest of the night. And then you just wait till the next morning when you're going to eat again. It's, and a lot of times we're sleeping through that fasting time as well. But for me, it just cut out a little bit more of that snacking in the evening, just cutting out some of those calories. And then in the morning, I just tell it was time, you know, then I would eat my breakfast. But doing that, I did that for, I think, like eight months. And I dropped between eight to 10 pounds. And that was exactly what I needed for my body to get a little, it was a little easier on my running. Overall, it just is easier to be lighter with you're putting that many miles, 140, 140.6 miles on your body in the day of a race. So, but then you say, so that was the obvious thing. Like I knew when my hours were. So when we talk about making it obvious, like it was an obvious thing for me to do when I was planning my food. And I'm just like, I know when this hours, I know how many 14 hours are because I would do a 14 hour fast. And I was like, hey, and so that was, that was obvious. I knew exactly how that was going to go. I didn't question. There was not a lot of drama. I just locked that in and I was like, hey, I'm just going to keep doing this. But the next thing is, is how to make it attractive. And I mean, there's different ways you can habit stack, you can temptation bundle, which I definitely think we'll talk about this more when we're in the course. But um, if not, go read Atomic Habits is super great. But for me, and also he talks about this too, is wanting and liking. Like I had such a want to come to the table for that race. It was going to be in June of 2019. (coughs) Excuse me, in the best condition as possible. And so I, that want for me was so great that at the night when I would have, I would shut my eating window down and I would want it. My go-to is cheese and crackers, laugh if you want, but I would want that. I'd have to tell myself that that was like, an urge, right? That there was something that I'd want and I normally would have that and I would allowed be there, but I would go into the wanting place of wanting to do the best that I could in the race. And also like I would, I would get on Facebook where I was in groups that helped me prepare for the race. I was working with a coach and a team and I would, and when I wasn't eating in those hours at the night, right, I would put my focus in my mind towards something else. I was in groups. I was talking to people. I was studying more about triathlons, right? So that my focus wasn't just on how hard it would be, but on where I was wanting something more in life that required me to put some effort in to, to, ha- to dropping some weight so that I could be my best when I got to the race course. So that's how we can make it attractive, how we can create desire for something. I wasn't really creating the desire that I I loved not eating the food that I wanted. I was creating more of a desire of the want that I wanted to for showing up to the race, right? So we sometimes have to shift in realizing what our want is, how we're making it attractive. And it may not be the action itself, but the bigger picture want that we want. And the third thing is how to make it easy, right? And and again, I said at the very beginning, sometimes we think it's easy, like we're going to just make it easy and not hard at all. We're going to make it easier, right? We're going to make it easier by having things set into place. When I just know that I have like an eating window set up, there's like not drama there, right? It's just when this time comes and you just 
you're done, right? And you have to realize you got to get the food in that's going to fuel your body when you shut down, right? So you become fat adapted, but you have got to get the right the right nutrients in so that you can last through the fast. So that I had to do that as well. And um, when we when we're trying to make things easy, then we have to remember the important decision, right? We have to remember why we're doing this. That makes it easier when we have like the decisive moment where we're just like, no, like this matters to me and this is important to me. So we have to keep that in mind. That helps make it easier. That helps us have that shift. What I was talking about, we're not stuck in like just being so mad that we can't have the food at night anymore, right? We shift our paradigm and we're like, this gets easier because I realize like I'm getting closer to my dream. I'm getting closer to what I want. And the last thing is how to make it satisfying, which I didn't necessarily use a chart at the time. I didn't check it off every night that I would do my eating windows. I just knew I was going to do it. But I mean, even now I still do this, but I watch, like, I mean, I am vigilant as far as like, I see that it's 6.15 and at 6.15 I stop. And then I'm like, okay, that's what time. And I look at my watch and then I'm like, okay, to the next day, whenever like 8.15 comes then I can eat my food, right? I was tracking it. And if you need to track it on a piece of paper, you can track it, check it off every single time until it becomes a habit. But you want to, you want to be set, you want to satisfy yourself and you want your brain to like give yourself encouragement. Like, oh my gosh, you've done this for like 15 days now. Like you've done this new eating window. Good job. You've done this for 30 days now. Good job. Like we have to reinforce our brain because a lot of times when we take quote unquote something out and we're not giving ourselves something, our brain doesn't always have that it's not always satisfied, right? It likes to visually see something. That's why people use like a habit tracker. That's why people take paper clips and put them from one jar to the next, right? So they can see their progress. All of that matters, right? And if that is the way you work, that's great. I like to just see it on my watch and I say when it starts and then I know I'm done the next day. Um, when me and my husband did our challenging, our challenges for 75 days, we did use an app that would every single day I do the challenge, I check it off, right? So it whatever that helps you do visually, do that because that is reinforcing to your brain that satisfaction that it wants. It's re- realizing the want that happens, that it's creating that desire. We take the action for the want that we really want. And that was me like getting the best to the race day. Then I am not eating the food so that I can get to the race day. And then rewarding myself for not doing that is like, good job. You did this. Or I see that you, you know, you check it off. However that is. So those are the four things we need when we're doing, um, any of those tips. But here's the bonus before I wrap up is that all of those tips that I share with you, those three tips, and then the four ways to to actually get it to work for you, the thing that will work for you the most in all the tips, and that if you don't train this part, won't work for you. And even if these tips or any part of diet that you choose is that your mind is the thing that will start you into your action and you'll take your brain with you and any kind of tip that you use, any kind of new diet that you start. And if you don't work on training the brain, if you don't put your work there first, then it's almost a losing battle with any kind of tip that you choose. And that is why with my athletes, with my members, with my clients that come in, with the teammates that come in, we realize that that is the thing that starts the domino 
is what we think, right? And we're not going to do it perfect. We're not going to do any of these tips perfect. But we have to remember that like, what does our brain say when we don't do something perfect? We got to start noticing that, right? We got to start saying like, we're always like, this is so hard. I can't do it. Or or we can do a paradigm sh- shift and be like, no, actually, like, let me look at it from a different way. What is it that I really want? Because then I'm like, oh, then it's not as easy. I mean, it's not as hard when it's like, no, there's something more that I want. And we start like, figuring out how to make it work for us, right? We start realizing how to just cut down the windows, not bring the food into the house as much as we want, right? Putting as like, sometimes when they say it's visual, I put more fruit out so I see the fruit. So it's easier to get to, right? That's when I'm getting to nutrient dense food. So it's still, these three tips that I share with you are important, but the bigger important step is watching what your brain does, redirecting your brain, getting a paradigm shift that this is something that you want, that is the thing you want. And sometimes when it's attractive in the beginning, like that's one of the steps is like, just picture yourself being able to buckle up your pants, right? Like zip up your pants and do the, um, snap on your pants or whatever. If that's the attractive part, remember that, right? Remember that that's what we want instead of just going in and eating the Oreo sleeves because we're having a hard day and we don't want to deal with it. We need to watch like we can have a hard day and we can be sad and we don't have to use food, right? That is a trick that's not a tip. That's just something that we can do always for any of the things. So I could go on and on about this, but I like to keep, <laughs> keep it condensed for you. And um, we'll continue to talk about this, but there are questions that I have my clients ask themselves when we start these plans. And I will share that in a further podcast. But just remember that these three tips are ways of how to do it. But the why needs to be defined by you. And that's going to be how you redirect your brain when it you don't do it right. And your brain wants to tell you you're a failure. Like, how are you going to redirect that? That's the work to be done. How are you going to tell yourself like you're on this journey and that it's not, you're not going to be perfect on this journey, right? That it's going to take one step at a time. And if you fall back one day, you don't do it well, just don't do it two days in a row, right? Just get right back on it. And there's so many things that I can share with you. So come into the team if you want to know more, but this will help you start getting on the path, especially with being the new years and wanting to um, move forward with your, food, get, you know, get some weight off, get some weight and get some health gain. These can be some steps to help you along the way. So can't wait to hear from you. Share what's working for you on these tips. And like always share this with a friend. Thank you for listening and I'll be back next week. All right. Bye-bye. How would you like to be a part of a team that elevates your life? That is what we do inside Team Elevate. And I would love for you to come be a part of it. Some of the things that we do inside the team is we create meal plans that work for your life. I also help you create exercise plans. And if you have signed up for a race, we design a plan that will get you across the finish line. The other thing we do in there is weekly group coaching. We have an option for one-on-one coaching. We do live retreats. We do ski trips. We get together and celebrate the bodies that we have and the things that we can do in our lives. And inside there, when we begin to work on our food and our exercise and we strengthen our body and our mind, we see how it elevates the relationship we have with us and in turn, it elevates all the other relationships in our lives. So if you are interested in being a part of this team, we would love to have you. 
You can get onto my website at camibanks.com. That's Cami with a K. Or if you just want to jumpstart your weight loss right now, you can jump onto my Instagram at camibankscoaching and grab my free meal plan. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to follow it so you never miss an episode. And I'll love for you to rate and review it so others can find this and it can enhance their lives. And most of all, thanks for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.